When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hot! Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in five... Four, three, two, one. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Happy, happy Balls Wednesday to you and yours. Hey, you know, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, Director Matthew. Director Matthew filling in for Tom Lang, who's on vacation in New York. I hope he's enjoying himself. I think, by the way, I think the game that he went to, I think the, the Mets got pasted. Is that right? Didn't I see that right? I think Texas. I, I think that's right, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. That always sucks. You get to go to, like, one game. You're out of town. You're going to do your thing, and then you go on your team. You know, had he just gone over to Pittsburgh, he could have watched the Pirates take down the New York Yankees in dominating fashion. What is the Pirates' record, combined record this year, against the Dodgers and, the, and Yankees. the Yankees? Well, we play the Yankees again tonight, so we'll see if we can get the two-game. It's just a little two-game sweepage. Well, two-game sweepage. We own the Dodgers' ass. It doesn't make sense. Baseball's the weirdest sport. You know, I spent all of that hour talking a lot about uh, about the changes to college football ever since the story uh, broke John Wilner, Pac-12 hotline, San Jose, California, was the first to report that uh, USC, UCLA, peace to the Pac-12. We're out of here. Gonna go take our money from the Big Ten and ride the hell out because the writing is on the wall. The Pac-12 revenue from media rights has been minuscule compared to the likes of the Big Ten. Pac-12 declining thanks to Larry Scott and his disastrous tenure as commissioner. A failure. Now the Big Ten says, come on, we got you. We want that L.A. market to go with New York and Philadelphia and Baltimore. Come on. Plus, you're a brand name. Come on. And ever since then, we've just thought, oh, oh, all right, all right, all right, it's happening again, everybody. What to do, what to do, and uh, the question then became, uh, obviously, hey, you know, what's going to happen to Florida State? And um, 
By the way, uh, Swish Irish, to answer your question, just because it's fun. I did not bring up the uh, quote-unquote loose agreement between the Pac-12 and the ACC. Who's by? <laughs> How'd that work out for you with the, uh, with the, uh, <laughs> the alliance? Long live the uh, alliance. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the alliance didn't work out because it was a loose agreement. <laughs> and it was not only a loose, and I'm sad because I wanted the alliance to be a lot like some sort of uh, band of superheroes with an emblem. I wanted a motto. I wanted an emblem. I wanted to wear a silly shirt that had a silly emblem, uh, an alliance emblem that my fellow members of the Alliance and fans of the Alliance could see as I walked, traversed the grounds at uh, Alliance institutions near you, and we'd see each other, and there'd be a knowing nod like these geeks that see each other in a Batman shirt. You know, they... They they get that look. They're all they're all giddy. They love the backstory. They know. Oh, you're a fan of that guy too. Me too. I like Batman. I like Spider Man too. What about you? I like the Flash. So then, so you want to have like a Comic Con for Alliance team fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they can dress up as their favorite players. Well, and- yeah, from those teams in the Alliance. I wanted. To, I see you over there. I see you over there. Oregon, Oregon State fellow alliance member look at my alliance shirt i think less is more when it comes to the alliance i just want you know you don't need the gaudy stripes and outlandish colors my alliance could just be just a little a little a little a maybe i'm wearing a light blue shirt with a little a and then somebody is that the is he oh he's wearing an alliance shirt oh that's a good one too that's a good one. You know what? I've always said this, John. Less is more. My man understands less is more. Look at that little A. That guy, right there, there's dignity, just like the Alliance. You know, it's, it's going it's to be great. So that's kind of where, where, you know, there it is. Um, so, so, the Alliance is no more because it was a loose, <laughs> a loose agreement. <laughs> I remember Bruce Feldman was like, so how does the alliance work? Like when the reporters in the room asked real questions about the alliance, people got nervous. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. we don't have to answer anything. No, they just understand that the alliance is a real thing. This is just an announcement. We're not, yeah, we're not yeah, taking no, questions. We're not taking questions now. This is, let's not get out over our skis here, Bruce. Now, we're just here to quickly tell you that in order to thwart the ever-increasing menace of the SEC and the Big Ten, we have formed an alliance. Is there a contract that's been agreed upon by university presidents at these member institutions of the alliance? Well, and again, Bruce, what, can we slow down here? I just want you to know there's a loose agreement a loose agreement between the teams of the Alliance and the athletic directors, coaches, and university presidents. We will solidify this by way of contract in the very near future. Meanwhile, the Pac-12 is like, the hell we will. 
We're going to the Big Ten. Peace, bitches. We're out of here. But, but Jerry, what about the alliance? The alliance. It's a loose agreement, Paul. It was always loose. It was always going to be loose. <laughs> it's a loose agreement, Paul. We're going to run roughshod over the alliance. We're going to be looking at our bare butt cheeks as we take it to the Big Ten. Wondering what happened to the alliance. That's what we're doing, Paul. Give me a beer. <laughs> so so that's the end of that, right? That's it. No, no alliance. And I didn't even get a chance to get my shirt. I didn't get my vanity plate, as Preston points out, my alliance vanity plate. I didn't get it. And I should have got while the getting was good. Somebody printed some shirts somewhere when they heard of the alliance. They thought, well, we got to do what we can to support this thing. It's a fledgling effort. I'm not sure it's going to make it in the long run. But I'm going to give my $7 and get me a Fruity the Loom Alliance shirt. You know, by the way, as an aside, uh, yeah, Alliance State Tags, right? Wouldn't that have been something? Oh, look at that. Look at that. A fellow member of the Alliance. And you know, as you drove past the folks that were fans of the Alliance, supporters of the Alliance, to the point where they had a vanity plate, you could drive past them, and then we'd have like a famous sign. You know, like uh, like like a like an A with our fingers like that or something. Like you'd like do some sort of thing, like almost like a gang sign. We could throw up like the deuces only with an A, and then uh, people, oh, there he's an alliance member too. Remember when the alliance was formed, Kevin? I do, I do. It was a big day. Started out as a loose agreement, very loose agreement, <laughs> and then we all. It was codified, solidified, in the nick of time, we were able to get it done. Now, I, as one thing we have not had a chance to talk about at length is the lost alliance endeavor, which, uh, which upsets me. I am, it's funny because this is the month that we head on down the road to Charlotte for the ACC kickoff. Very excited about that. But it's going to be a weird ACC kickoff, Director Matthew. I can, I, just a lot of guys, like, far away stares, you know, just sort of the, this may be the last time I ever see you, Kip. You know, that kind of a thing. By the way, not enough people named Kip anymore. You could just, you could, yeah, when was the last time you met a Kip? I'm bringing Kip back. I'm bringing Kip back. I used to know more than one Kip. When you say Kip, what do you think of? I think of a guy who has a mustache. Dated. 70s. Spectacles. Out-of-date haircut. Might even be kind of a, a sandy redhead. Freckles. That's Kip. That's Kip. You're like, oh, look at there's guys. How's Kip? But I do think when you get up there to the ACC kickoff, when I get up there to the ACC kickoff, it's going to be weird. You know, it's, it's, it's like you want to ask. And Jim Phillips, I, this, <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, Rick. Kip, Fink, yeah, Kip Winger. It's like the only Kip you know, right? Uh, and I don't mean that uh, disparagingly. It's like there are just not that many kips. Not that many kips. But uh, you want to ask Jim Phillips, like, okay, before we get – because they always have the State of the Union to start things off. It's always sort of this, you know, uh, all right, welcome into Charlotte, North Carolina. We're so excited to have you. Let me tell you about what the ACC has in store. 
I know you have a lot of questions before before we get started. They don't call it this, but it's a bit of a filibuster. Uh, it's it's sort of you know he's going to tell you we had 172 national championships won by the ACC last year, everything from uh, water polo to fencing to track, certainly dominated lacrosse yet again. Am I right? And then just like they'll go through and tell everybody about the champion, the collective championships won by the ACC. And they're hoping that that creates a situation in which you beam with pride, that the objectivity you entered the room with in order to ask questions of the commissioner somehow dissolves into a lump of uh, misguided patriotism towards the ACC, if you will. It's sort of like that, like a childlike love of country. It's a childlike love of a conference at this point. You don't even know why you're waving the ACC flag. You're just told that you're supposed to, so you do. You don't, you don't ever question it. You put the sticker on your car, ACC. You chant it like these losers in the SEC. You just walk around saying it. You don't even know why. You're just, you're just like lemmings. So there you are. And, um, and, and so they're hoping that it wells up from deep inside you. You didn't even know it existed down deep in the cockles that you had a love of the ACC. And when he's telling you about all these championships, you're like, man, I hope this league can make it. What are we going to do without the ACC? And then they can, you know, you, you, the questions then become a little bit fluffier, a little bit lighter, not, not, not filled with the kind of vitriol that one feels uh, currently when they think of the sad state of affairs in the ACC. They, you know, and it's not going to work this year because everybody's going to go, yeah, man, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Great. Good. We're really good at lacrosse. The league, man, the plane is into the side of the mountain, Jim. The plane is into the side of the mountain, and you're telling me about lacrosse championships. Nobody cares. Jim, the vitriol I feel right now is not loose, <laughs> and it will not be dismayed no. by a lacrosse national championship. I'm sorry. Yes. It's just like, you got come on, man. Let's go. Give me a little something. Give me a, all right, guys, gig us up. You know it and I know it. This is a sinking ship. We are all gathered here on the deck of the Titanic. What a mess. I'm not going to effort to reassemble the deck chairs. No, no, I'm going to shoot you straight. That's why when that damn alliance crumbled after our loose agreement went the way of the dodo, I decided to get something concrete. I have decided that North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, and Miami, and myself as a representative for those four schools are leaving for the SEC. Peace. Have a good day. Good luck, Pitt, Boston College, Wake, and Syracuse. Best of luck to you. We're out of here. Let's go, Florida State, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina. Come with me. Drinks on me. What a day to celebrate. Let's leave this dump of a town. <laughs> Somebody will be in here to answer questions, I guess. I don't really care anymore. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Like, well, look what just happened here. Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami just lit the joint on fire and rode out in a Tesla. Laughing. I, th I saw him smirking. That's what a loose agreement will get you, Bob. Left behind with Syracuse. And Duke. And Wake. Louisville, too. 
I wonder what is going to happen with Louisville, though. That's an interesting one. Louisville is one of those teams, when you play the game, when you play the fun game, which is to sit with your buddies and say, all right, are they in or are they out? Do they make it or do they die? In, out. Man, there's some teams that are really sweating. There's some teams right now like, man, this is, I knew this day would come. We're not going to be able to do it. I don't know. On a serious note, all sarcasm jokes aside here for a second, I do, I will still watch, and you do this too. We all do because we love the game. And I get back to this affinity for, this passion for, this love of the game of college football. I do think there's always room for these teams that aren't going to be part of this, this massive super conference. And you'll watch that. You'll just know what you're watching is very different. And, you know, I, I, during the regular football season, all right, okay, so Florida State, let's say, is not on or they've already played, and you settle in the comforts, the creature comforts of your home and the ice-cold beer, and you're going to watch football until you fall asleep in the chair, whatever it might be, right? Well, you flip around and you watch everything. I watch – I almost cursed again. Temple could be taking on Marshall, and I'd be like, oh, Temple and Marshall's on. I'm going to watch it. I do, I do that all the time. My wife's like, you're watching Temple and Marshall. Good game. Tied at six. Been a defensive struggle. I, I, I'll i watch it. You could then say, what are you watching later? I don't know. I see Coastal Carolina's taking on East Carolina. Well, kind of underrated rivalry between those two. I think I'll tune in to that ECU-Coastal Carolina matchup later today. And then my wife always says, you don't care about that game, save for the fact that you probably, you damn degenerate, bet money on it. Well, I did indeed, and so I do care about it, I'll have you know, and I can't wait to watch that underrated rivalry that is East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. In fact, they're getting ready to kick it off. Scatter, please. I'm going to watch my big matchup between these two underrated rivals. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is a production of the warchant.com multimedia network check out warchant.com today for the latest news inside florida state athletics that's warchant.com now back to jeff on real talk 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. It is great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget about my friends. If you're trying to get yourself in shape for what remains of the summer, go check out my partners at Orange Theory Fitness. More life. We're always after that. More energy, more focus, more life. You want it? Well, 
You got to earn it. You got to go get it. Science-backed makes it uh, a lot easier to efficiently improve your quality of life and get a great workout in. First class is always free. First month will be free if you get that heart rate monitor to go with, and you're going to want to do that. You're going to want to do that. And uh, that interval training, they do that everywhere. They World-class athletes do that, so they, they know what they're doing with that. Coaching is spectacular. It's not intimidating once you get in there. It looks like it from the outside, but once you get in there, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of rooting for each other. Plus, you're not even paying attention to what other people are doing next to you. You're too busy trying to focus on your own breath because it's hard. It's not, it's not easy. Nothing uh, ever uh, is if it's worth it, right, if it's going to make real change to your quality of life. Um, but, but it is efficient. Get in, get out, get it done. Two locations in town here in Tallahassee. One's in Midtown. One's on the north side out by where I am. And uh, I would invite you to go in there and say, all right, all right. I get one of this here workouts. Cameron told me to come in here. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. You know, I bet you, I don't know if it's going to happen. But, you know, on the pod lately, we've had a new partnership with Athletic Greens. And I bet you at some point they're going to ask me to be their permanent spokesman. Because I listen back to criticize my own shows and headlines and every other show that we have here on the network because I want to make sure that we're doing better, right? And so I hear those ad reads and I go, boy, Cameron, you are good. That, that athletic green read is something special. So we'll see. That's just a prediction of mine. That's some incredible uh, editing by the director. Yeah. <laughs> I never say that. I never say that. I say, well, the cadence, the voice, the command of the language the ease with which those words are parsed. I think of those things, but I I should think occasionally, good it's job, a, Director Matthew. It's amazing how two different people can see it, the same thing so differently. Hear it, hear it. Yeah, even. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so tomorrow we have a little bit of um, more to add to the countdown, the War Chant Top 40, if you're looking for the next video. We've already done, by the way, what? 31 through 40, 21 through 30, 16 through 20. I think 11 through 15 now is, yeah, 11 through 15's in the books, in the books. And, um, you know, that 11 through 15, by the way, Kevin Knowles, Treshawn Ward, Kalen DeLoach, Trey Benson, Akeem Dent. Why do I bring that up? Well, a, to draw your attention to that, so you can go back, watch that video, read the story that accompanies it on warchant.com. But B, again, I think it's accurate to say, excuse me, got a bit of a hiccup there. Uh, it's accurate to say that this is the first time in a long time that 11 through 15, 15 through, tw through 20, see, I got the hiccups. Now that is not good as a talk show host. Uh, that, that the grouping is not kind of devoid of Real talent. You look at that grouping and you go, Deloach is a nice player. Really improved last year. Treshawn Ward is a good football player. Runs hard. Trey Benson was kind of the star of spring. Figures to add a lot to that uh, running back room. Akeem Dent, by season's end, was finally living up to the billing, right? He was finally... That move to safety changed everything. He got comfortable every week that he was there. He got better. Um, you know, this is a kid that made the big interception against Boston College, ended up with 44 tackles, eight tackles in that final game against Florida. Him and Jamie Robinson. I had one buddy 
texted me over the weekend. He was looking at that list, and he said, man, you know, having plus to maybe even very good safety play this year excites the hell out of me because it's just not something that you've been able to trust going into the season the last several years. I think most of us are just kind of looking at that as the thing now that's a given. You're like, oh, no, they're, they're going to be fine. They're, they'll be good. You have other question marks, but that grouping you, you feel very good about. So I just want to point out that is I, I try to be candid uh, when we come on the show. If there are areas that, um, that, that people think are, are, are vastly improved, for example, and I don't think they're vastly improved, I'll disagree with my cohorts who I don't think are trying to mislead you, but I will tell you, nah, I'm, not, I'm not real sure. It started out that way with the offensive line in spring. I was like, oh, oh man, at some point, is Caden Lyles going to get in there and do something? You know, I'm not so sure about what they were trying to do with Lloyd Willis. I'm like, ah, not ready. But this is uh, a group that I do feel better about, and I think for the most part, you're seeing the caliber of athlete for Florida State, the depth of t- caliber of athlete, the, the improvement is is very real. So um, I'm kind of getting excited about the idea here that uh, this is going to be, and it's an important year, man. It's an important year for a lot of reasons. We keep talking about this, but you just would feel so much better about where you're trending and where you're headed and the, and the, the security that you want, that you seek, that we're all you know kind of talking about this last hour and a half. It all changes with a with a quality season. Put yourself in a good position to get gobbled up. Put yourself in a good position to just, you know, have the fans energized, those that seek to give and help produce better recruiting results and results on the field. Everybody's you want to you want everybody to feel good. It's been a long time. Been a long time. But lately, when you look at Kendrick Falk, who they just got a commitment from, four-star defensive end, uh, that's not a player that lately Florida State's been able to bring in. Uh, you consider that Florida State gets that commitment, the schools that were interested, Auburn, Clemson, Florida, Alabama. Man, we don't have too many players to point to in the last few years who are being pursued by, I mean, this kid had 31 offers. A lot of times when we get a commitment, it can be a little overshadowed when you pull up that list of teams that you had to beat out. You're like, oh, we got Jerry Smith. Who was Jerry Smith being recruited by? Well, look at that. We beat out Temple and Tulane. So there's that. Not this time. Pull up that list. Look at those visits. Visited Alabama. Visited Auburn right there. His own backyard, right? And he says, no, no, I'm taking it to Florida State. 6'5", 260, four-star at an important position, top 55 nationally. All right. God, I hope we keep it going. It's funny, Corey brought up he had a dream yesterday. He was talking about, he, he was talking Florida State football with his dad. I think it may have been the impetus for my dream last night. I had a dream we were in New Orleans, going to the game against LSU. In the dream, for some reason, this is because dreams are weird, for some reason, I turned to Tom Lang as we were walking into the stadium, and I said, "I, you know, I got a funny feeling Florida State's going to win by 24 points today. And in my dream, because, again, dreams are weird, when I said it, I already knew the result. Like, I somehow magically 
saw the result and we had indeed won 34 to 10. Now that's not going to happen. <laughs> it was just a dream. We are not going to beat LSU 34 to 10. I don't believe that. It's just a dream. But get that win, guys. Let's get that win. Let's put ourselves in a position to get greedy. I honestly thought you were going to say that you saw Corey's dad. Oh, in the dream? Yeah, that would have been something, huh? I turned to Tom, and it was Corey's dad. Yeah, it was Corey's dad, and we just started shooting the breeze. No, no, I did not. I just I turned to Tom and said, we're going to win big. And then we did, in my head. I woke up. You know, some of those dreams, when you wake up, you go, uh, they're so uh, real that you, you kind of have to think for you, to yourself, did that happen? Have we already kicked the hell out of LSU? Oh, no, no. It's not even football season. What's wrong with me? Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. a trade in the National Football League. It's not one that will stir enthusiasm, I don't think, for either fan base. Uh, but Baker Mayfield, sorry ass, is headed to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers fans are like, great. Yeah, we got Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Kicking ass and taking names at the most important position on the field. And it was going to be untenable there in Cleveland, so there you go. Uh, two franchises not really feeling good about themselves right now. That Cleveland thing has become a disaster. So on onward we go, but that's where that is. And um, I, <laughs> Wow, I'm just starting to think about football getting started. Practice begins this month. <laughs> How pumped are we? Because you know how this goes. Like, get us through this week. Get us to the weekend. All right, get us to the weekend. Well, the weekend ends, and we're we're into mid-July. When the weekend ends, it's like, what, July 11th, July 10th? So then all of a sudden you go, oh, it's mid-July. Mid-July. Sweet Jesus, practice is about to start. I'm about to load up the wagon. Have Tom jump in, and we're about to drive uh, all the way to Charlotte. Plenty of time to iron out and fix all the ills of college football on that trek. Or just listen to a book on tape. (laughs) Something along those lines. Uh, Yeah, man. And, by the way, I always try to give you what it is I'm reading, watching, listening to, looking at, being moved by. Um... And I told you, Mike Wallace is here. It's really good, isn't it? Yes, it was. It was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So that's it. That's a good documentary. I'll probably see my kids are out of town. So right now is the time I get this little little brief respite where I'm able to make a run at documentaries, movies, things that I've missed, books I wanted to read. I try to I cram it all in. This might be a better conversation for off air, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, I've kind of gotten off the Netflix train mm-hmm. as far as documentaries go. Yeah. W- what is the streaming service that you found that's Amazon. the best? 
Amazon? Okay. There's also an entire... Uh, th- there is a network you can pay for, an independent, that has nothing but uh, documentaries, if that's your cup of tea. Like, if you just want to see documentaries on almost anything. Well, you know how I love reading stories about... Well, two two subjects uh, primarily, but any anything to do with... Uh, Rome, ancient Greece, any of those kinds of things. I love watching all those things. But then also, you know, I'm big on um, basically any kind of change, uh, finds that change what we thought we knew about the evolution of human beings. So anything like that, I am locked in. And we're forever finding things like that. Like, oh, look at that. Turns out uh, Vikings were here way before we realized. All that kind of stuff, I'm fascinated by. So I'll always, I'll always go down that road. But a lot of the independent uh, documentaries that have been done on archaeology and things like that, you can. There, there's some good ones. I'm also a big music doc guy, so any kind of great music docs, and there's a ton of them on Amazon. So there you go. I'm glad you asked, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'm going to come in here loaded for bear soon enough. So. When we were talking about the possibility of a last-ditch effort, a lifeline for the ACC or the Pac-12, a bunch of people in the chat kind of brought up that they'd you know, seen this loose agreement. We were, we were kind of joking about that because that was what the alliance was, and we had fun with it. But something that I didn't bring up, and, and it gets me thinking about big-picture college football stuff again and, and some of what we feel like we're losing. Not all things are negative, obviously. If this ends up growing into two... Uh, largely uh, engineered uh, television divisions, uh, ESPN and Fox, if you will, like we've talked about, right? E- even even if it turns into something like that, right, where you have two 24-team leagues, right? obviously you're going to be the, – the sights and sounds and places and locations that you're going to be able to go are going to change, and, and, and that always excites us. And I started thinking about – what was being proposed allegedly loosely. And again, I don't know how much this is accurate. And, and I'm not saying the reporters are doing a, uh, a job uh, that is beneath them, but rather they're reporting what they're hearing. And a lot of that is speculation right now. But when you do that, when you engage in that, so I was talking about, well, will Notre Dame join the ACC? Probably not. ESPN would like them to. They'll push for it. But Notre Dame's going to say no. And if they join anywhere, they're probably going to join the Big Ten. Now, when you get beyond that and you say, okay, well, does the ACC and the Pac-12 in a desperation effort, uh, do they do something like, okay, let's join forces, like the Big 12 is trying to get the Pac-12 to do now. Say the ACC and the Pac-12 did it, and you merged your operations, and and you presented a media package um, where you have separate, uh, say, 10-team divisions, the Atlantic and the Pacific, right? So there you go. You have the Pac-12 over there on the West Coast, ACC East Coast, right? You got that. And then, yeah, listen, so people are going to get told to have a good day. At that point, you're going to have to tell uh, Boston College and others, Wake, uh, Syracuse, who we mention all the time. Hey, it's been real. Have a good one. Maybe you guys can go back together and formulate the now defunct Big East. Maybe you guys can do that because we're moving on. But now all of a sudden, here we are. We've got uh, a conference that features Oregon and Washington and Clemson and North Carolina and Florida State. And uh, maybe at the End of the year, of course, you have a, a championships game, you know, right? So you, the, the winner of the of the pack versus the winner of the ACC East or whatever. 
they meet up. But you do have a situation like you currently have with the divisions in which you're rotating, like we just talked about them getting rid of divisions, right? So now, let's say uh, you have you know at least a couple of games every year where FSU is playing Oregon at Austin Stadium. What a good what that would be really cool. Washington comes to town or they take on Miami or Clemson or whatever. And you start when you do that that again it gets back to that fandom that you feel and the uniqueness the regionality of that sport and the different traditions and passions and histories of those teams. And, and the fan bases that are passionate because they're largely comprised of people either from that city or went to that university, so it's more than laundry. And you have a sense of, um, hey, we're, we're kind of co-mingling in a way we never did. This could be really fun. Yeah, I did that. I don't think it's going to happen. But it is a fun exercise. It is one that you can embrace and kind of be like, oh, this is cool. Like, what if? Now, you can't envision and you don't want to envision, like, just as I say that Wake and Syracuse and Boston College are going to have to be told to have a good day. I'm sure the Pac-12 in a scenario like this, if they were to join forces, would tell Washington State to have a good day. I don't know. Oregon State might be told to have a good day. I, I don't, you know, we can go through these teams and decide who you're going to tell to have a good day. Arizona. I mean, who are we kidding? Come on now. You had Gronk and Teddy Bruschi. That's it. That's all. <laughs> It's the Jeff Cameron Show. Come back, wrap it up momentarily. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out WarChant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's WarChant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. <laughs> Jeff Cameron Show, wrapping it up here momentarily. Uh, again, go see if you need the uh, roof fixed. You want a dependable guy, go see my friends at T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction. They hire employees. They value the immense benefits that come with having a trusted, reliable, and highly trained crew that can be held to high standards. T-Spark is known for those standards. Experts in their craft, pride in their work. It's the T-Spark Difference. Give them a call today, 766-1340. Get a free quote online at tsparkconstruction.com. tsparkconstruction.com. That'd be tough to be up there on the roof in the dead of summer, man. Woo! Woo! Glad they're doing it. Not me, pal. I fell into the rhythm. We're about to do probables. I fell into the rhythm of baseball over the long holiday and I watched a ton of games I think it's the first time in a while that I had several hours to myself uninterrupted work was not uh, calling I my kids are out of town visiting my dad and I just had me in baseball and I want to tell you that was beautiful I just got into the rhythm of baseball the flow of baseball just the the pacing that you love. Now, it's even better when you're there and you can get into that because you're not interrupted by commercials. Maybe loud music between innings, but whatever. But just commercials, right? Uh, but even then, just the pacing of that game, I was like, oh, man, this is so free of distraction. It makes you realize how peppered with distraction you are. Like, if you let yourself fall into the rhythm, you commit yourself, three hours, three and a half hours, whatever it might be, not just glancing at a game, but watching the way... Each 
pitch is crafted to each batter and why the shifts, the, you know, whatever it might be, the, the pace get at some point, somewhere around the third inning, you're kind of like, Oh, I'm in this. I'm, especially if it's a well-pitched game, very well-pitched game, uh, nine to seven. It's not quite the same thing. Two to one in the fourth. Some great defensive play, solid pitching. There's a rhythm to it. Just saying, if you haven't done it in a while, it might be something for you to venture down the road and do. Did it last night a little bit with my Pirates beating the Yankees' ass. Probable's fired up, baby. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, Probables? Did I mention the Pirates beat the Yankees' ass last night? Detroit 5, Cleveland 2. That game is in the sixth inning. Shane Bieber and Michael Pineda. Twins, White Sox. That game tied at one in the third. Joe Ryan, Lance Lynn. They're just underway between the Cubs and the Brewers. Adrian Sampson and Corbin Burns. No score there. Blue Jays, A's. Jose Barrios, James Capielli. Mets, Reds. David Peterson, Graham Ashcroft, Angels, Marlins, Shohei Atani, Trevor Rogers. Have you seen the run that Sandy Alcantara is on right now for, for the uh, Marlins? No, I haven't. Go looked. look at his numbers over his last like 10 starts. They're like historically dominant. Rangers, Orioles, Glenn Otto. Hey, I'm Glenn Otto. Welcome to Glenn Otto. Spencer Watkins. Nationals, Phillies, Josiah Gray. Aaron Nola. Okay. Yanks, Buccos, Luis Severino, Mitch Keller, you sorry ass. Get it together, Mitch. Let's go. Rays, Red Sox, Corey Kluber, Brand Bello. Cardinals, Braves, Miles Mikulis. Oh! Not today. I don't have it today. You don't have it. Max Fried. Royals, Astros, Brad Keller, Christian Javier. Giants, D-backs, Alex Cobb, Merrill Kelly, Rockies, Dodgers, Jose Irena, Mitch White. So look at those. The shower is out of the bump. I don't think it's the first time, but I would tell you those Pompeians did die a ghastly death. A ghastly death. And I have to say, uh, it never ceases to interest me or amaze me. You know, they keep continuing to uncover things, buddy. Um, more, they do. They continue to, uh, to, to find even more in the way of walls and floors and markets. Like... I've never been to the site there at Pompeii, and I desperately want to go. And so we're planning a trip, or I'm planning a trip, and for everybody. I mean, the family's going to go. I'm not leaving them behind. But I've been planning and thinking and talking to people who have been and all that. And then I do my own because I'm fascinated by this stuff, and I do my own research, and I start reading more and more and more. And you go down that rabbit hole, and, man, I can't believe the amount of things that they have uncovered in just the last five years. That thing, that site has expanded greatly, so I'm glad I waited. They're coming up with all kinds of new things. Oh, we found a new floor to this house. This must have been uh, a rich citizen who had means to do this, this, and this. And then they, and the next thing you know, they uncover another room in that particular place. And also, 
uh, a guy holding his dog they just uncovered. Like, uh, you're like, oh, that poor dog. That's funny. Isn't that the funny? That's terrible. That's the first thing I think of. Because, you know, it's been so long. As they say, once you get beyond a couple hundred years, time kind of flattens out. You really can't wrap your mind around somebody who died 3,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, something like that. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're more fascinated. You're just, you're fascinated. But then you see the dog being held by the guy, and you're like, oh, that poor dog. You don't even care about that guy. <laughs> even thousands of year old dogs, you're like, damn it, the dog died. You should have let him run. Go. But they're all, I think about it every time I see it, it's crazy how trapped in that fear they are. They're stuck. It's the, the guy's got his hands up. Ah! It's the worst. That moment of realization, like, you, I just want to stand there and look at that. I can't, I, I'm so fascinated down deep. Like, just, ooh, look at that guy. He was reaching for the stairwell. That guy was reaching for whatever. His staff. <laughs> As one would be in those times. I'm reaching for the staff. I do that. I watch, and she's like, you've seen 45 specials on Pompeii. You're watching another one. They just made this one. There's probably new evidence. There's prob- They found people... Who, who who got far enough away, they, they almost made it. But they're on the outskirts of death. They're right on the edge, almost made it. And a rock hit him in the back of the head. Did you see that one? That's true. They found a guy who got hit in the head with a rock. The rock was still embedded in his skull. You want to talk about unlucky. Not that all those other people who didn't have the gases overwhelm them weren't unlucky. They were very unlucky. But this guy here, he thought, I've got it. I'm going to make it. I would be so pissed. <laughs> You had time. If it didn't knock you out, but it mortally wounded you to the point, I mean, you, you're going to die, so you're just laying there like, man, I made it, and a freaking stray rock caught me. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. Probably should have heeded the warnings, of which Mother Nature gave them several. They now know that, too. Like, months leading up to it, it's gurgling. It's letting you know it's time, and it, it didn't happen. All right. Uh, more tomorrow. Obviously, this has been fun. I, I just I'm addressing that unease that we all feel. Who knows? Maybe by tomorrow, we have new, pertinent information as to realignment and Florida State's lot and all this and where we're all headed. Good work out of you, Director Matthew. I hope you feel better. Be well, everybody. Thanks for watching on War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. All that good stuff. Thanks for listening on 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Where we'll be back with you again tomorrow. Peace.